and we are back for episode two of the MNL show. Um, we still still debating which way around those two initials go. <laughs> <laughs> Just flows so much better. MNL uh, doesn't it? Yeah, it does actually. I, I hate to admit that, but it does. Um, but anyway, we'll we'll moving swiftly on. Although I've got to, I've just got to fess something up now, really bad. That's very unprofessional. But so Haley bought me um, a whiskey tumbler, and it's carved out of wood. And I used it last night for the first time. Anyway, it smells of the whiskey I was drinking, and I can't stop smelling it now. I really need to put it down. <laughs> otherwise, you're just gonna have a, like a, yeah, you're just gonna have a podcast of me inhaling deeply into this wooden wooden tumbler. Anyway, I'll leave the link in the description. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd like to introduce our new sponsor, which is yeah. <laughs> oh. So this yeah, is so this might this might the whiskey here actually. Right. Yeah, I know. Well that's good actually because then I don't need to buy one next time I come. Although mate, yeah. the one I had last night. I saw uh, for, for the for the listeners, I've decided I want to become a bit of a whiskey connoisseur, which I am not. Yeah. I am ple- I am pleased to say that after about six months of trialing multiple bottles, different uh, different uh, distilleries, different things like that. I still hate the stuff. It's absolutely grim. Um, <laughs> no, that's not true. But last night, last night I had one, and the description was, um, this is genuinely the description on the bottle. It's like someone's put a lump of peat in your glass. And I was like, I'm not sure. I'm not I sure that's it. What? Peat, like ground, like earth. Oh, why? I'm like, I'm not sure that is a good selling point, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, can you imagine? Can you imagine like, oh, there's this one. It's like someone's had a poo in your uh, tumbler. You're like, eh, I think I'll pass, thanks. But so imagine that in the MNS adverts. Yeah, oh, it's delicious. It tastes like turf. Like have you ever have you ever eaten a piece of your lawn? Well, that's what this tastes like. The smoky undertones of the soil and the um. But that's what it was well, like. Right. And to be fair, that voice on an MNS advert probably. Probably make you want it actually. Oh, buy it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I, I, I bought, I, I read the description and I poured the hot. Well, it's only like a little sample bottle, but I poured the whole thing in. I was like, sod it, in for a penny, in for a pound. Um, and it was, yeah. it was bit. I can still taste it. Oh, That's really, yeah, really. And, and and it was like the description was um, so like a lump of peat in your tumbler, smoky undertones, blah blah blah. And I, honestly. The, the smokiness, it was like I was sat next to a fire, and the pee, it was honestly, it was like eating earth. It was yeah, so, yeah. so strong. Uh, anyway, this wraps up episode two of the uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Whiskey Tour. <laughs> I'm just going to interrupt this podcast for a short message <laughs> <laughs> from our sponsor. Ah, <laughs> oh, Pete. <laughs> I still, I still like with alcohol uh, in general. Like I still um don't like it. I'm still almost in that mentality of like drinking it for when I wanna get a Drunk. bit yeah, a bit yeah. tipsy or a bit or or smashed. Yeah, one of the two, the you know, one extreme to another. But like I um it's like it all tastes when I say it all tastes the same to me, I'm like gin gin like pretty much tastes the same. Like when I put it, and I, that's where I want to become actually, because I do drink like gin, like quite like quite like a glass of gin, although they all taste the same, like I say. But I, uh, I'd quite like to go on like a gin tasting or something and learn about the different flavors of it a little bit and things like that. Or like even even with like beer, which I'm not a big beer drinker, like one lager is the same as the next to me. It's oh, like beer, you know, beer and lager. Just... I mean, to be fair, if someone gives me a beer, 
and says, there, I've got your pint of lager. I don't taste it. Go, this is beer, mate. I'm like, cheers. Not, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know that's true actually. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I just sort of said, you know, different things, I guess, aren't they? But yeah, um, yeah but the, the, I mean, and, and I know they are, and I know the millions of people listening will be screaming at the, at the yeah. car radio now, going like, ah, beer and lager, and I know they're different, but I, I, but it doesn't interest me. Do you know why whiskey interests me? And this is really sad, but I'm I'm fine for admitting this now because I'm too old to pretend I'm any different. But I think yeah. it's cool. I think whiskey's cool. Yeah, you know, like. Um, uh, well, actually, this is why I, this is why I had a glass last night. I was watching a program, and it wasn't suits. <laughs> by, it wasn't suits, by the way. But yeah. they they just had this really rough day at work, and he came home and poured himself a whiskey and just sat down with it. And I thought, I'm going to do that because my day's been pretty shit too. So I'm going to pour myself a, a a lump of soil in in my yeah. In my, why not? In yeah. My tumbler it just comes out all lumpy. But you yeah. got um yeah no I know what you mean. You got like, this thing of like um even like. Like we we mentioned when you were down here, like we talked about like uh, two and a half men when he's just sitting yeah. there like drinking it, or or like you say suits, or you know this thing of like in these expensive suits and they just sort of like <laughs> undo the tie a little bit, have a good yeah, <laughs> pour, pour a whiskey, like, yeah, you're like pour a whiskey, drink it and don't wince like a little baby, don't go oh god that's strong. Is that what you looked like last night, or were you in like three quarter lengths <laughs> shorts? No, so, so, oh yeah, <laughs> I was in state. <laughs> I think Giorgio Armani, uh, I think they're like pyjama shorts uh, and a, and a, and a done-in T-shirt, uh, probably with Susanna's snot on my on my shoulder. Yeah. And uh, Hayley came in and she said, are you having a whiskey? I'm like, yep. And then two minutes later, I'm like, come on, England. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely steaming. I bet, I bet Hayley saw you with that whiskey and she wanted to rip that stained t-shirt yeah. <laughs> let's get you out of them let's get you out of them baggy pants and smelly t-shirt oh he's such a man yeah, <laughs> yeah you see because it's not even like because the thing is as well like whiskey it's a it's like a you've got to be quite um it's not a rough drink do you know what i mean it's not like if you're drinking i, I imagine like uh what's it called mead and those ones that they all used to drink in you know like vikings and stuff it's not mm. like that is it whiskey's like a like you say, you come home from a long hard day, winning winning money on Wall Street. Yeah. You know, have a glass of yeah. glass of that and a cigar. I mean, if I had a cigar, my lungs would probably fall out. <laughs> and uh, and the whiskey, the whiskey is still a still a challenge. Although I have some, I have some some whiskeys now that I actually, I actually really like. Yeah. Um, I picked up the tumbler again. I can't believe how much I've hijacked this podcast. I apologise. Yeah, it's an interesting one. It's better than us talking about your haircut or your, you that know, is true. Or, you know, it's, true. it's an interesting one. I think we'll have to start every podcast with, like, yeah, you know, or you know, we'll talk about fine food and what, you know, yeah, it's, uh, you know, we'll go a bit. Although, yeah, no, we can't pull that off, can we? No, yeah, no <laughs> fine, fine food. What did you have while I had? <laughs> A microwave mac and cheese. Yeah, but I had a really nice whiskey afterwards. Although this 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 tumbler Haley got me is lovely. It's it's really it's wooden, but um I had to wax it this morning. I had to like rewax it because it had all. It says after every use you've got to rewax it. But then it obviously like um holds the flavour of the the whiskeys that you drink, so it becomes like a cask. It's really nice. It's it's cool. Anyway, like I said, yeah. I'll leave a, I'll leave a link in the description. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
yeah, I won't. If you're it's... looking in the description, I won't have left a link. I apologise. I'm. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Be... Oh, I'm waiting for the complaints now. Jesus, yeah. go again. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's a. Uh, I'm still in that mentality though. But like, we never drank when we were even at uni, did we? Like during the day when we're sitting there just watching, we never fancied a beer unless well, we were going. Know, out something, did it, we? Always, it always yeah. used to amaze me people would be like, "Oh, should we just grab, just grab a quick pint?" I'd be like, "No." Yeah. I'm either gonna I'm gonna drink until I throw up <laughs> yeah. or like pass out one of the whichever comes first or I'm not drinking. They're my two they're my two levels. Have I got time to drink until I you can't understand me anymore? No, I'm not yeah. doing it. I'm not having a, not having a pint. Nice. It's ten it's ten o'clock, mate. We don't have time to get steam drunk. By, by the time I've necked three bottles of hock and a half a bottle of vodka, it's yeah. gonna be too late. It's gonna be too late to bother going out. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I never I never really liked sitting there having a but even when I lived with, with someone when I got home actually, one of my mates when we got home, we had a like we used to just only drink whenever we went out. We never sat and had a, had yeah, a I, few beers or something. Like, yeah, I don't I know. know. I only really know a few people that are like that. But then they say, Oh, I don't do it drink to get pissed. I'm like, Well, but you do get pissed though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They don't like I've never seen one person just have like one pint and then be like, Oh, that was refreshing and then leave. <laughs> You know, they have like four or five, and then they're they're a bit tipsy. I guess some people use it for de-stressing, don't they? Like maybe you yeah. do with that. Maybe that's what you'll use your whiskey for. Is it'll become yeah. a bit of a de-stresser. Yeah. You know, like yeah, it's uh. Whereas yeah, I don't know. I've never really got into that, but anyway, so we switch to uh, the actual the, the actual question, topic of the podcast, the discussion today. Yeah, like you know, in this. This new format, new podcast, new format, new new intros, new everything, yep. new personalities, <laughs> yeah. new haircuts, new haircuts, yeah. new shorts, yeah. new tumblers, new yeah. tumblers. But um, so the question that, like, obviously we touched on sort of nutrition and stuff this time, but like uh, last week, but like um, for this one, we're sort of looking more at. We both own our own businesses. We both growing, like trying to grow our own businesses. So it's really, I suppose, what made us start doing that what was the driver in terms of us starting what well, question for you really to open it up i suppose is what made you start your business and also within the sector that you're in um it was so i could afford the whiskey yeah uh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> thanks for I tuning do. in i'm actually glad you saved that joke there because <laughs> yeah i said it and you were just like yeah, good one. Thanks, Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. And I'd, I'd been setting that up in my head. Like I was like, I know what I'm going to say. I know exactly what I'm, the minute he finishes this question, I know exactly what I'm going to say. And it's going to be hilarious. And it wasn't. <laughs> it was crap. Yeah. Um, no. So, so, so <laughs> the reason I started was actually it's a bit weird for me. So I went travelling. I set off travelling with oh. Haley. Um. So we we quit our jobs, and we we put some money aside. We had savings. We were not crazy crazy but the idea was to actually start a business well actually to start freelancing um just to bring in enough money to travel like indefinitely because i said to Haley, i don't want to give up my career um and and spend all my money and all my savings and come back and have nothing to show for it yeah, so yeah. i'd rather you know but have to come back i was like i don't mind coming back and having nothing to show for it as long as i don't have to come back but if we just spend all our savings and then come back penniless and have to just get normal jobs. It'll really annoy me. So we put this plan in motion. I retrained. I did loads of, um, like, to start with a lot of free courses, 
uh, a load of just sort of research and in-depth stuff on on digital marketing and the initial point for me was email marketing i actually used to code uh, html emails for like campaigns and, and newsletters for, for clients and that just it just spiraled and spiraled but the, the the reason i got into email marketing and coding was because i could do it relatively well it, it appealed to me that like the code and the get, getting into the nitty-gritty stuff really appealed to me and i could do it from anywhere and i could do it offline so yeah. i only had to, i only actually had to be online when i was you know presenting the work i could i could win win a project disappear offline for a few days and then go back and, and be like here's the here's the finished product rather yeah. than um you know having to be online all the time because sometimes especially when we were traveling we didn't have stable internet yeah yeah and then it just got to the point where clients were asking me to do more and i've always i've always had this this belief and it's only up until recently that it's actually started to pay dividends i've always had this belief that if you're honest and open people will respect you for it now i was talking to someone the other night about this and saying i actually think if you want to be a quick success if you want to be a success overnight or you want to do something you know quickly you have to be ruthless and you have to be a little bit underhand i don't think anyone who just and by the way i'll explain this a little bit more because i don't think many people appear to have overnight successed it have actually overnight successed it you know like amazon wasn't an overnight success absolutely yeah, one, yeah. one day it was worth it one day it was not worth a lot and the next day it was worth millions but that wasn't an overnight he didn't do that in like that 24-hour period it yeah, was absolutely. years years behind him but some some come in they make a load of noise a lot of these fucking gurus that like teach you how to you know grow lists or get get people to there's a lot of teachers teaching teachers now which annoys me um but it, you know so it'd be like like i see them i go on youtube and the first set of adverts i get is you run a digital marketing agency let me tell you how to fill your pipeline uh, i'm like yeah. well you're going to tell me how to fill my pipeline with the same stuff you're doing to fill yours like, yeah yeah yeah. The, re the reason I'm seeing this ad is because this is your method to to fill your pipeline. And then I get others on Instagram and it's like, um, grow, grow your pipeline without using ads. I'm like, you've literally paid for an ad <laughs> to tell me that you don't need to run ads to grow your pipeline. Like, well, what are you even talking about? And that annoys me. But, the, but the, I think they're the ones, they're a bit ruthless. They're a little bit like, they'll lie, cheat and steal a little bit. Whereas I think if you're honest and open, it takes longer, but you build up a much better sort of pool of clients a much better reputation like i had i had clients who asked me to do stuff and i'd say to them i'd be like i I'll, i can do it but i've never done it so yeah, yeah. you're gonna have to yeah. be there with me and there were a lot of them were like that's 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 fine as long as you're open and honest that's fine rather than me going oh yeah i've done hundreds of them don't worry i'll do it and then having issues it was much better for me to be like there you go i, I can i can give it a go because i have the skill set i've just never done it and then, like I say, it just it snowballed into this this agency, which has now snowballed into hopefully in the next couple of months a SaaS a SaaS business, um, and it's just been a, a weird natural progression for me. None of which has come out of wanting a business or even wanting to work for myself. It, it yeah, purely yeah. Came, purely came out of the desire to have freedom. Yeah, is it the um, you mentioned like that stuff you're doing for? the stuff you do and you'd say oh I haven't done that before would you and there's this thing around starting a business and you talk, you talk about people like 
how you'd price it, I guess. When you look back now, do you think you did that ridiculously cheap to learn and get your foot in the door? Or did you price it similar to how you would now? Because I think sometimes people expect, sometimes they're not willing to to so do I, stuff maybe like for free or for a very low price to gain that experience, gain that, you know, do the work where they can have people, you know, they expect run a business start you know it's going to happen overnight or something like you said and have that but did you do it at a really low cost or did you just yeah so so i have no formal business training right which is probably an important thing to throw out there (laughs) what i because well what i know and understand now of business is all learned through trial and error and i've never had a mentor even though i do i do think people should have mentors but i've never had one i've had people i can ask questions to so it's not really prepared to have not had a mentor but I've never had someone who said, do this, do this, do this, you know? Yeah, yeah. And when I first started, my business model was simple. Make enough money to travel indefinitely. Now, whether you have to work one hour or 23 hours a day, it doesn't matter. It's not about the time you spend working. It's about the money you bring in to ensure you can still travel. So I was doing stuff so cheap, so ridiculously cheap for two reasons one because it was experience and two because i didn't need i didn't need to be like oh well i need three emails at a thousand pounds each because i need three thousand pounds a month and then pricing myself way off off budget i was like well if i tell him it's 25 quid an email then then you know i'm good to go you know i can get him a few others and looking back now it was a bad bad business move i do think giving stuff away for free uh, is also a bad business move sometimes, uh, depending on what what industry you're in, um, and and how you use it and why you use it. But I also and underpricing is is another issue that I have problems with because people always say, "Oh, go in do stuff for free and do things like this," and that's fine if you're a looking for a job. And if you go into a company and you've got no experience, and you say, "I want to work for you," I'll do I'll do some hours for free. That's fine. That's a good that's a good method. V- Gary Vaynerchuk always says this is like work for free for six months. Fine, yeah, of course, go into a business, work for free for six months. But when you're building the business, you're not building anything, are you, for six months? You're just creating a, a pool of people who are unfortunately leeches because the ones who are willing to pay for it were willing to pay for it from the word go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose it's like almost, I suppose with, say, the industry, say, that I'm in, I think sometimes it can be a case of thinking until I've sort of got client results and I've mapped out sometimes the the, the key thing for is like um for the the thing that I'm in is is sometimes translating your knowledge into a process that benefits the client if you like in terms of like you know it's not just feeding them loads of information it's how you deliver it what tools do you use and stuff like that as well um and I think sometimes I hadn't when I first started I hadn't mapped that out completely I had bits and pieces of it but I was learning that so I felt I, I worked with people for free who turned into paying clients but I was working for people for free for the first few months while I really ironed that out and god did it benefit me because I almost felt what right and this might be a wrong way of looking at it but I almost felt what right do I have fairly new in the industry learning my processes and things like that to charge the same as someone who um 
who's been doing it for years and have gained knowledge and have got their processes spot on and stuff like that. And that's the sort of service I want to deliver. So, which I'm you know, getting to, but like I felt that doing that for free enabled me to then make sure that when they did start paying one, they were getting a better service because I was improving all the time, which I can constantly am now. Um, and now the people that I work with who pay me, say my full cost are reaping the benefits of that of that bit that I did at the start of that and I suppose one thing that does help with that is it wasn't my full time it was a side thing at the start yeah. that I was yeah, building well, up and building if like I was a full time job obviously I'm working for free I've got bills to pay you know it's really funny you said that because that's another massive factor yeah. you know like some people start their own business and they have to earn minimum 30 grand a year yeah yeah for it to be viable whereas i had to bring in 500 quid a month when i first started that was my yeah, target yeah. 500 quid a month which is easy to do it's it's easy to do as a side hustle um, yeah, yeah you know yeah. but but i mean when you first start you don't think it is you think well that's quite it's quite a big ch-, but it's not um i think i think and you're right my issue isn't with the free stuff because i think you, you need to get your processes and things like that but i think you've, you need to know where you're at in the world of like now when i launch a new business or a new string to the bow there's never any freebies yeah there's yeah never you're any coming with experience now though, yeah aren't you? well like, I, 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 exactly no, like you said you've there's processes yeah there's yeah. processes in place there's, there's systems in place i understand now how how the business side of it all works so the free stuff was like you say it was a it was a it was a feeling out ground. My issue is that I still have clients from when I first started that are paying me next to nothing but are giving me big headaches. Yeah, but yeah. But I'm sillyly loyal to them because I'm like, well, they, they were the start of this. Yeah, I know. You know whereas yeah. really I want to be like, look, sorry, but you pay me 20 quid for like seven hours work. It's yeah. just, I'm not doing it. Like, it's not even, it's, it'd be illegal in most countries. <laughs> mm. Um and you almost and, feel like it's not fair on the ones that are paying you. Well, that's the other thing, and then you hire then you, for the same service. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, and they're I mean, not as demanding. You know? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but I mean, we have digressed. But for me, for me, it was freedom. That was the the one thing. And this is the funny thing. So I have friends now that are setting up businesses. I have friends that are in the in the in the starting realms of building business you know they don't they've got no presence, no nothing. They've just decided they want to do it, and they've given themselves dates when they want to start. And my, my advice is always, you, you get your freedom, but not in the way you think. Yeah, absolutely. At, yeah. at all. Like, I, I can, yes, I can go get my hair cut on a Wednesday at two o'clock if I want to, because I'm my own boss. But I have to make that time back. That time, yeah, yeah. T- I don't have time freedom just yet. It's a payoff, or a trade-off, sorry, I should say, between freedom and actual freedom. I can go do stuff. Like, if I wanted to have the day off, I could have the day off, but I'd be working Saturday instead. Yeah, it's yeah. not yeah. freedom how people think, and a lot of people think, "Oh, it must be great being your own boss." I've seen you getting your hair cut at two o'clock, and it must be great being your own boss. No, it's not. It's the first, I, I woke up last night at uh, four o'clock in the morning with something on my mind. I had to send some emails and make some notes. Haley was like, "Why are you on your phone?" I'm like, "Cause I'm busy. Shut up. Go back to sleep." Um, yeah, yeah. But that's but that's yeah. the reality of it. And and you've got. I always think this. I think you've got minimum five years of that sort of life before you get the actual goal of what you're aspiring to and that comes back to unless you want to be dodgy and underhand and a bit sort of like well i'm going to shit on people just to get there 
So yeah. it's 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 I und, I want I said I started the business for freedom, but I'm not even I'm not quite there yet, which is the the ironic thing. I, I actually probably had more freedom in my nine to five than I do now. Yeah, it, it, that's the thing. Thing actually, is I had this conversation recently with Steph. Actually, was around you. You could end up working. It's not necessarily less hours that you work for being self self employed and owning your own business, but it's the flexibility of when you work um more than anything like I'm not tied to a nine to five and obviously I'm tied a little bit to when I deliver things to my clients in terms of what I agree with them but I like you said if I wanted to nip out in the afternoon like for something I could but I'm making that up somewhere down the line and it's like and but the the thing for me that's I started my own business actually was um uh I suppose it was more it was more of like doing something that I was passionate about actually, because I said years ago to Steph, and I'm talking years, like must be God, nearly 10 years ago. Like must have been like, Jesus. You know, so like when, what, I, when what, I was, what, what was I when like I was 12? 15. Yeah. When I was 15 yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, it must've been like 10 odd years ago when I said to her, like actually around, oh, I'd, you know, yeah, I'd love to have that goal of being self-employed by the time I'm 40. But I, um I never had like um I never had direction with that I had an idea of what I could do it and it was actually related to the job that I was doing at that time um of being able to do something like on a consultant self-employed basis but I I never I never really looked into it and thought right yeah I'm going to do this I'm going to do that I'm going to do this and like as a more and more especially like a few years later as I got more and more into going to the gym seeing the changes like reading stuff but about managing that around my kids conversations I'd have with people around the things that I did how I made it work and suddenly I was like and I saw people doing it like from an online perspective saw people doing it and I was like I would love to do that like just love to do it and like and then when I and I started like first step for me was okay well and straight away I was like enrolled on a course but, and like I took action on it straight away like you know and that's something I never did when I first talked about it years ago and now actually it gets to the point where actually I'm like yeah it's in my age but like I'm a couple of years off now where I could be self-employed by like by, by, well, I am doing it I've got my own business you know so it's um I yeah I never I, I said it sort of as a thing and now it's actually becoming a realization so, if so you like and it was out of passion though because i took uh, action against something that i was passionate about and actually i was like that interests me that didn't actually feel like work but i could see that i could build a business out of it it was something that uh putting in the hours didn't seem like a chore for me it seemed yeah. like it just it, it seemed like something that i love doing like and it was even even from the learning like you know i'm, I'm doing you know additional learning at the moment on a course on the side and I'm loving picking up the books and reading them for an hour or so a day and stuff like that and it doesn't feel like learning and then and then applying that learning as well and it just and all I want to do with it is improve it and build it but the thing for me about it was doing something I love uh doing something that I'm really passionate about but that flexibility thing did play a part in it as well was I didn't want to be uh, tied down to hours from another business. I wanted to have my own, I wanted to be my own person. I wanted to have my own say if I wanted to go to my kids sports day 
when we're allowed. Uh, I wanted, you know, when we're allowed, like I wanted to go to, I wanted to make sure, you know, if I could, I wanted to pick them up from school. I wanted to be able to have that flexibility to do that on my own terms. Um, and yeah, that's something that this allows me to do, along with it being something that I love. But I do, I do crazy hours with it in terms of if you added up how many hours I do over a week with it, it's probably quite a lot. Like yeah. I, I don't know exactly how many hours I do a week on it, but yeah, yeah, you know, and on top of yeah. and on top of your job, yeah. So you've so got to be passionate about it, yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like work. If I'm sat there with the laptop in early in the morning, or if I'm sat there in the laptop laptop in the evening, and like if I'm messaging people, like you get people messaging you that are like, you know, things around, should I eat this? Should I do that? And things like that but i don't mind responding to them things at, at a certain point there may be an element where i have to set boundaries but it's like i i enjoy it and that's like the thing that grew me to do my own business really was the passion for for what i wanted to do and um like i say the flexibility yeah. almost the drive with my kids as well you know showing them i guess a little yeah, bit well, as well so going after little bit yeah that's really interesting because and i know it's uh i've, I've talked enough now so i'll shut up but kids kids change things for me absolutely yeah. so my my desire behind the business was flexibility and time again like i say which i've still not succeeded but that was the the crux of it i just wanted to be able to be like yeah i'm in, i'm comfortable financially and i'm flexible lifestyle that's me that's good yeah now that's gone by the wayside. Now I'm passionate about building something that either I can pass on, yeah, yeah, or that I can build and step away from. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't. My 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 goal over the next three four years, hopefully two, but I, I'm three to four years is what I've given myself is to step a, a, away from it a little bit because I think if you and again, it's different strokes for different folks. It's what you, you're passionate about what you do. I'm passionate about problem solving. That's my thing. I've never gone, oh my God, yes. Lead generation and growth and online presence. I'm so passionate. I, you know, I, I get up every morning because I'm excited to see what developments are happening in that world. I'm not, I'm not. I'm just honestly, I'm not. I'm passionate about problem solving. I love when there's issues and something has to be fixed or when prop people, you know, they have a good proposition, but they just can't get the traction. I love that side of things. That's that's me. But my genuine passion now is none of that. It's nothing to do with the work. It's nothing to do, not even with the money. It's just to do with the thought that I can build something that I can pass on and step away from. That's, yeah, my, yeah. that's my driver right now. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah. It's one thing about it as well, for anyone that does take a leap and, and start their own business is, I would say, like is is i don't know same with anything actually i think business is very similar to anything into like dieting etc and stuff like that is is breaking everything down in what you need to do for me it was getting qualified learning about like how what structure i was going to do and putting processes in place and just step by step getting it to a point where i can start to really grow it um and i think that's that's important with anything really is doing them sort of stuff and, and starting that but I, I would always say it's got to be something you've got to be passionate about otherwise because being self-employed and running your own business it's you know like i say while it sounds so glorious and like you know 
I don't know, but it just it, it comes with so much pressure and and comes with like I say like you 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 you're answering to yourself really aren't you but it's like you come with so much pressure to provide especially when you've got a family so it's uh I say the passion has to be there to do it yeah. you know and not everyone is not everyone is uh set out to run their own business really are they like, no, you know, not no, everyone I, has the, the drive for it or the personality the you thing know, is the one. Yeah. And, yeah and and it's really interesting because I, anyone I ever speak to people are like oh I'm thinking about setting up on my own do it do it it's just my my instant response is do it people yeah. are like oh I don't, I don't like my job quick set up a business quick yeah, start yeah. on your own do it. that's always my go-to but it's firstly it's been good to me and secondly I fucking love it and, th- and yeah, third, yeah. the most important part is I don't care what it's done to me <laughs> physically emotionally and it, like all the others because I'm enjoying what I'm doing yeah, yeah. there's been massive sacrifices yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. I think sometimes there's a lot to be said. Like I joke, I joke with my brother sometimes um, because he 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 is a what you class as a normal job, and I'm always like, it's so much easier to have a normal job, and it is. And there's no there's nothing wrong in searching that out and, and being actually this is me. I, I earn good money. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I earn good money. I, I work nine to five. I get my holidays each year. I know what they are you know and I'm, and I'm good to go there's a lot to be said for that so you, you do have to weigh those two up and Haley always says that to me when I'm like just quit just start your she's like look you don't know what they want they, they might just be happy you know absolutely yeah doing yeah. xyz yeah. and I'm like yeah you're right so I need to shut up really yeah it's a uh, yeah like I said there's the, yeah it's people might start their own business and think it's it's just not for them they prefer you know working for someone else and that's uh yeah it's i think that's one of the things that i went into it like uh and i've had to learn and i and i know it 100 percent is for me but yeah because of the industry that i'm doing in i'm so passionate about so that's why i know that it is i wouldn't have been if i'd gone the direction i'd gone uh, whether i'd been passionate about growing a business more than the actual industry i'm in if i'd gone that route when i said that to steph years ago i don't know if i would have thought this isn't for me but you know it's uh yeah but no it's a big discussion mate it's an interesting topic yeah i think um the one the one thing and i will just throw this in is don't go in with hugely predetermined ideas be flexible with the whole thing like you said your 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 initial thought on the whole concept was i want to work for myself that's mm. that's that's the best starting point because it's so simple yeah yeah and then like Absolutely. you say you, you might have gone down the consultancy route and you might have gone, actually, Steph, I've fucked up here. This is crap. I don't like it. And luckily, you didn't. You've gone down, you know, the fitness side of things, which is perfect. But be be prepared to pivot. Like, you're building this app. And I still, I, I, I'm not a betting man, but if I was going to bet, I reckon the, the app's going to turn into something bigger than you, you're even aware of hmm. right now. Hmm. Um, because I just think that's, and I think that's the way of business. I think you, you if you go in and you're like, right, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, no fucking let up, no, no changing no nothing xyz that's what i'm doing you'll fail whereas if you go right i'm doing xyz but if a b and c come along then i'll do that as well or i'll i'll see if i can move and my favorite word at the moment pivot is um you know that's that's the that and that's the fun of it all that's the yeah, thing. Yeah. like in 10 years time in 10 years time imagine if you're actually not doing your personal training and your fitness stuff but you're running 
apps and you're using <laughs> a- AI and other other systems to, to do what you want to do now, which is, you know, obviously help people and, and that sort of thing. Because you might you might find that you have the ability to build that technology as well. Do you know what it's it's but it's if you say no, you know you don't know, do you? Like that's that's the fun of the business. You you don't in ten years time you don't know where you'll be. As long as you yeah. can hold on and hold on and enjoy the ride, you, you, you're in a good place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, but no, it's a good one. I like that discussion. Yeah, it's uh, everyone's got their own reasons and drivers for it, definitely. So, but shall I wrap us up, mate? Uh, yeah, I think that's a I think that's a good idea. Yeah, before we start rambling, um, but I will just wrap us up by saying that small actions done consistently. It's better than big ones. Ah, oh, mucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that in. I'm editing oh, this one, so I'll leave 100% it. Hundred percent leaving that in. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. I think you know where I'm going with this, but I'll do it again. Small actions done consistently is better than big ones not done consistently. Ah, oh, fucked it up. Let's leave it there. <laughs> See you next week.